3: Do you have coilovers? No, what? beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right
0: there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I it up. Offtherecord.com. Fight those tickets. If you don't win, you don't pay. All you have to do is download the app, snap a photo of your ticket, answer a few questions, get matched to an experienced lawyer, and you won't pay for the ticket. Enter code AWESOME to get a nice discount.
3: Welcome to Driving Will Awesome. My name is Warren. I'm Lane.
1: I'm Art. And I'm Brian.
3: Brian is here. Um, we are... I'm going to continue a little bit on the Thursday show with a couple questions that uh, are carrying over, if that's all right with you guys. One yeah. is aimed at uh, Brian. That's appreciated.
0: That's, we don't have any you. robots here. It's weird. That's true. We're robot-free.
2: I would uh, robot yeah. rather coffee.
3: All right, two questions. Uh, first is uh, Yeti Overland says, will Brian go full Rally Volvo build and tow it with his new Land Cruiser? Will he now have to get corduroy elbow tattoos? Hashtag hipster. Dude,
0: that's a good call. <laughs> elbow tattoos? Corduroy elbow tattoos.
3: <laughs> that's pretty good.
0: Uh, so you can
1: go with a tank tank top and still have the fancy elbows. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's true. Even in like a pit, like you're working on the car, wrenching, and it's like, but look at his elbows. They're called professor dancing?
1: elbows. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, full that, rally that's build, kind of awesome. I, it it it's a little uh early to make those claims. I'd rather uh, get a lot closer before claiming something like that. But I I don't even know if the question was directed at me. I think it was more. I don't know. It seemed like it wasn't asking me. It
0: was asking you guys.
3: I could have said, "Will you go full rally Volvo build?" Mm. But yes. I don't and think we does. can
0: answer that at all. You're pretty unpredictable.
3: Yeah, I'd say so. Um,
1: <laughs> worth, worth noting uh, that uh, Yeti Overland and I have a new budding relationship. We're texting on a regular basis. Oh,
3: Land Cruiser oh, wow. guys. Like yep.
0: text text or DMing? No, no, DMs. DMs. Uh, sucks for him.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, Wait, no, I thought, but
1: I thought he, he keeps it up pretty I w- good. He's, he, he's uh, a... <laughs> That, that was a very poor choice of words. Uh
3: <laughs> Sucks for him. He keeps it up pretty
1: good. I thought uh, Yeti Overland
2: was pure sarcasm, though. Can you have an actual conversation with him without, like, yeah. it becoming... No, it's not yeah. just pure I've, sarcasm. I've had, a
0: bunch of, I've had a bunch of long DMs with, with Yeti. Nice. Yeah. yeah, no,
1: and he... Yeah, he gets pretty nerdy the about this stuff. He always keeps
0: it up, too. Keeps it, keeps real it up real good. So. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I'm moving on immediately. You should probably to send something. them some
2: balls product. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um, hey, where's our fucking... Uh, we'll talk about it off air.
1: <laughs> yeah, the razor, wanna, right? The, the I don't, don't want to talk. I don't want to get into it right now.
3: There you want
0: Razors? Yeah, the tip. You just need tip. the
3: tip, William. Yeah. There's no way. All right. Uh, last question. Bonus question. Number two. Uh, Ryan Derby says, Will there be outdoor seating at Lane's Body Sushi Restaurant? I'm concerned with social distancing. That's a good, valid point. That is a good
0: well, question, dude, because you wouldn't want to get COVID. And so how
3: do you do that? You do face shield and a crotch shield for you? You like, wouldn't
2: need a crotch how shield, well, nice. no. How do you eat it?
3: Well, it'd be kind of nice. No Chopsticks. Eat Dude, I, I got sticks.
2: this. I got this. This is the best solution for this. Outdoor, like sushi boat style, laying on a oh, floating yes. thing,
0: and yes. it goes oh. around a huge outdoor yeah, area. Yeah, a conveyor like, belt. Converter. i pine in, yeah.
2: right? Alp- use that big yeah. outdoor area. Oh, Lane'll wear a mask. Yeah, wear a
1: He'll be full new, spread out on the sushi boat, yeah. but he'll wear a mask. But I but want
2: also. I want a kabuki mask on Lane. Is that cool? <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds um, only fair. That sounds yeah. fair. Yeah,
1: Right. That seems like That's the right thing
3: wrong. to do. Social distancing will be a problem, but um, well, I, I think, think it's I, worth it.
0: I just came up with a solution. so I think it's totally worth it. Uh, I guess not.
3: <laughs> you got to reach over the, the eh, I'm not going to get into it. <clears> that's <throat> not worth it <laughs> right now. Ah. All right. Sunday edition. Here we are. Uh, last time we left the listeners on a bit of a cliff here and, uh, it was a cliffhanger, if you will. Brian that was, was a
0: lot, a lot of episodes ago.
3: I know, but yeah, that's where we're at. So Brian Thursday. was, uh, leaving to go look at a land cruiser in San Francisco. We did not hear a uh, report, although now it's been uh, posted on Instagram that something did happen. But uh, Brian, why don't you take it away?
1: feels like so long ago, (laughs) man. I don't even know where to start. Um, Well, you 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 left left the podcast. I left in a hurry. I left in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, I bought it. That's the short story.
0: all right um, next
1: question <laughs> cool so what
0: what it, it's an 01 land cruiser what, what year is we talking about here? 2000 2000 2000, 2000. Um, and it, it's the land cruiser not the, not the lexus Yep. does it so have top. the triple lockers
1: no that's only an uh 80 that's series a, thing 80s I think. okay mm. yeah gotcha. and so this is a 100 series So Um,
2: I'll ask you a question about you going, you, the last thing you mentioned about one of the, maybe one of the the points that you were concerned about or kind of an issue was the radiator, right? You said he was going to throw in the radiator and that was kind of nebulous. I wasn't sure like, yeah, is the rate, does that mean it's been overheating? Like what, what did you find out about that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that is like exactly the point when I left the conversation I was like, I can't go into it. I gotta go. Um, so, uh, I, I reached out, I basically scheduled everything to, to, uh, more or less say I was on my, you know, I was interested. Uh, he called back and said, um, Hey, you know, let me tell you a little bit more about the car. We didn't talk very long. So it was like a second conversation that he initiated. He's like, there is a, a, a the radiator is leaking a little bit. He said, it's like, if it sits for a little bit, it'll just seep out. It's not a lot. I've never noticed any, you know, movement in the, um, temperature or anything like that. And it's, you know, it's just, it's not a lot, but it needs to be done. Uh, and then w- while we were podcasting, uh, he had texted and said, and because I had mentioned, we had had a little bit of a conversation here and I had mentioned that I, I needed to, you know, this is, a, I, I wanted, I was jumping on this one quickly because I liked it, but I was also considering another truck. Uh so I had to like kind of give myself a gut check. Because of that, I think he replied a little bit later and he said uh he knocked off 2500 bucks off the price and said so I'll 125 t- I'll do the radiator, I'll have the radiator done and uh you know, full tank of gas or whatever. And that's when yeah, I so just failed. I was like, "Okay." Yeah, you had mentioned that and,
0: on the podcast.
1: And then okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was right at the point. And so uh this the you know, it looks like, and this is one of the things that I'm skeptical and, and I, in fact, just dropped it off at Marty's shop, uh, right before this episode. Um, uh, so I'll, I'll hopefully find out more, but, um, you know, it's like, okay, radiator needs to be replaced, but is that an indicator of other problems? Like, sure. It could just be a seeping radiator or you could have a radiator problem because of other weird, like overheating stuff or who knows. Right. And how long was the what was the radiator problem for a while and it was overheating the motor and then you have like some other kind of thing. So that's, I'm like currently mm. a little skeptical of that, but, uh, the way it all worked out is, you know, he, he did replace the radiator and then I met him, you know, so I, I made the purchase, met him a few days later and picked it up with that work done. Um, mm. cool. and that's, that's a little bit of a weird thing, you know, because I had, I had purchased well, for several reasons, but one being, you know, I, it's it's already my car. Like I had a title, it's in my name and everything. Somebody else is having work done. I don't even know the mechanic, right? I don't know, he had already mm-hmm. ordered the radiator part and it was like arriving the day after I inspected the car. So it was like kind of already in motion and it's like, you kind of want to like know, you know, it's my car now, right? And it's like, I don't know what kind of, what brand radiator they're putting in. I don't know who's doing the work, that sort of thing. So a little weird, but at the same time, he already had the time scheduled with the mechanic. Um, it was up in San Francisco, you know, driving it down with a leaking radiator, no matter how small, how small is like a little bit of a risk, right? But um, what's the owner
3: like? What's the owner like? I mean, what okay, would you so say? This, this is actually a, okay, so
1: this is actually a much bigger topic that we didn't get into. That's a perfect chance. I did not buy it from the original owner. It yeah. is a one owner car. I bought it from a guy who's flipping it.
0: ah uh-huh. Oh.
1: Hmm. He did not register it in his name. He bought it. He bought it two days prior. Wow! From a from a friend of a friend, is the uh-huh. the story. So he got sure. a
0: deal, dude. That's,
1: yeah, really. If he's making money I at mean, that, he, it he, ma- he, ma- price, he must so. have got it. He must have got it for like ten, or, yeah, or something or like that. less, even. That's
3: crazy.
2: Yeah. Just, maybe Which, he just moves them. Did he have any other cars listed? Did he have his number on Craigslist or anything? that You could search.
1: He he uh oh I didn't actually i didn't try clicking on other ads by this user, um but he had said you know he was very upfront about all of it, very very upfront guy actually in general, mm-hmm. um you know, from what i understood uh but uh he said he you know it's just him and his buddies kind of do this, and they'll they'll uh they he likes to have a car a month, something like that, and they just keep going through' them. um that's cool, so yeah,, but it's yeah, and it's so it's like a little bit of a leap of faith for a few different reasons right like uh this radiator thing was a little weird i was buying in a a single owner car but not from the original owner i didn't get any records mm. uh there was no oh, binder whoa. of records but yeah, that's annoying on the other hand there was uh dealership records that were in carfax, carfax so yeah. and that was all the way up through 148000 miles and it had one. and oh, so oh. it was yeah that's okay. cool It was at the dealer, like, just recently. Um, Yeah. And uh, so, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is a little weird doing the middleman thing, but I totally get it, you know? Like, he just knew somebody with one of these. He knew the value of them, and they uh, didn't want to mess with it, probably. Um, And, yeah, it's kind of of an interesting car, too. I'm jumping into a different facet of this, but it's... uh, So they have a lot of dealership records, but then on the other hand driving it now that i got it down here and i'm driving it around a little bit it's like uh you know they took it into the dealer a lot but also i don't get the impression they were great about maintenance like one they had a radiator at 150,000 miles that even though they took it into the dealer that they didn't have changed and it's like you can totally tell it was like that baked top tank which actually yeti Mm -hmm. overland that was the very the first comment he made uh because i showed him the photos he's like oh that's an old looking radiator uh yeah, he told a, me a that yellow, too. he said it was all brown tank. yeah and mm-hmm. and then marty when i just brought it in he said yeah super common it's like that's the warning sign he's like you know i'll talk to people who are taking toyotas and doing big trips with them pop the hood mm-hmm. see the yellow and it's like you can't this is a time bomb it'll you know leak at any time basically but you know so there's that kind of deferred maintenance there's freaking brake dust, like caked into the wheels. Like they just didn't clean that off. So it's like, that's not great on the road. It drives terrible. It's like, uh, it's all wishy-washy everywhere. And it's like all original stuff, like, uh, you Mm. know, original shocks. I mean, Mm. I say terrible, but it's not, it's not crazy bad, but, uh, weirdly brand new tires in the back. And bald tires in the front, basically. And I Ooh. think the ones in the front mm. are like over five years old. And it, it's like weird stuff like that where, you know, a per, a per, in a perfect scenario, and I've seen some of these on Craigslist. There's one we were just looking at, Warren, the one for 20K. Uh, it's like all the tires are fresh. They all match. And you get a stack of records. And it's like an owner that a single owner that's done all the maintenance and they keep up to date. I get the feeling that these guys were a little less, a little more lazy than you would hope. Uh, like you know, and that's the kind of car. Of weird things.
3: It totally. That's is. the kind of car that's set up for that, right? Right. It, it just is, goes yeah. and goes until it's like, oh, your rear tires are super bald, and that's dangerous. All right, I guess we'll right. get rear tires. Get get and those. Fuck ones, yeah. the brake dust, and it drives yeah. kind of weird, but it's just a truck, and yeah. And around the city, it's like you can't
1: it. even tell. Like actually, when I took a right. test drive around the city, I I noticed a little bit of pulling. uh, uh, just under normal driving. It wasn't under braking, you know, but it's like, is it pulling because of the street? I can't really tell. And it's like, all of it is all low speed. And, you know, we are in the middle of the city, so I didn't get a good test drive right when I'm having it here though. We're on open winding country roads and, and just driving down the street like a normal street and you know, it's shuttering under braking and stuff. So I'm going to need front rotors. Um, and th- things like that. But in the city, I, like, I honestly, it, like, it didn't shudder once <laughs> when I was test driving it. Just, uh, it wasn't really, like, in, I don't know, it, it, all the turns were so tight and everything. I, I didn't get a good drive of it. But I could see, being an owner, it's like, they've had it since new. It's just an old car that they're mobbing around the city, and it's totally fine for that. And they it'd be easy to get lazy about maintenance. Yeah, and they were also, uh,
0: right. obviously, they were ready to get rid of it, you know, now. So that was yeah. probably in their mind for a while It was probably like right. a third car could right. have, could have even been like their son or daughter had been driving it for the last like five years. Yeah. And, and they would like put, you know, the maintenance was on them or something like that, you know, like mm. who yeah. who knows.
2: Who right? Knows? Yeah. 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 So this is, this is one of these examples of where blue book is like a terrible indicator of what the actual street value of these cars are. So I put your car in basically a 2000 uh, with, I put standard options, just color. That's it. Hundred fifty thousand miles, I put, um, and it's listed private party range eight thousand through eleven seven, and so That's they funny. probably because the, it said thirteen this on the Carfax
1: him. that I uh, it says thirteen on the Carfax that I looked up for some reason. But it I was surprised. I, your
2: yours sounds more yeah. right.
1: I'm looking at KBB was... right now,
2: yeah, and so I feel like this guy probably approached him and said, "Hey, I'll give you, you know, this is the yeah, range. I'll grand. give you nine grand today, or eight grand, or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and easy flip." And it's the guy's done. Moving it, move one of these every few days or whatever.
3: And they
0: probably yeah. knew it needed a radiator. They knew it, they knew it shuttered over, under braking. You know, the owners like yeah. they yeah. live with it. Like, when you live with a car, you don't yeah. look at it with rose colored glasses as much. You're more like, fuck, right. this car has this issue, this issue. It's you tires. know yeah. it adds yeah, up. Still, like, do we, put,
1: do I mean, we invest 3000 into it? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's the same mm-hmm. thing that I'm looking at. It's funny because I'm in the exact same spot with my Jeep where it's like, you know, the front end's mm-hmm. starting to shimmy. It doesn't feel as tight, and I'm probably going to need new tires. Like, do I want to invest 3000 into that mm-hmm. thing before, uh, in, you know, like how long am I going to keep it? Is it going to be justified? And they made that calculation, and they, you know, they're not, yeah, they're moving on. And then me, on the other mm-hmm. hand, I'm like, okay, I got it for this. I'm going to plan on doing all this deferred maintenance and then see what I can get out of it, basically, you know, mile mm-hmm. mileage-wise.
3: So one thing I noticed on um, a uh, picture you sent this afternoon was that, uh, the steering wheel is chipped away. The leather is gone. Yeah. Are you getting yeah. a whole new steering wheel or what's your plan? Dude,
1: I, did a- I've been looking at that. Uh, I I don't know because that is super annoying. Um, yeah, I couldn't. I I don't I don't mind. know what you do because it's like an airbag thing too. Like it's one thing you go and you get another nah, wheel, easy. but it's another to like. Is it? I've never done it. That's super. There's nothing to it. It's easy. Literally nothing to some, it. You
0: disconnect the so battery, par- take the airbag out, and put the new put the new oh, wheel slide in. Slide it I'm out. I'm just yeah, scared there's... of
1: things that explode like that.
0: There's there's no. <laughs> yeah, that's good.
3: That's a good fear. <laughs> I
0: know, but it's unfounded, right? Like I mean, in reality, like. That's mechanics do it all day long taking I mean, steering wheels off. i did it all all day i would do it all the time and instruct people how to do it and stuff and yeah, yeah there you go i mean so, i probably sold what do so what do you, so what you do wheels.
1: so what do you do like do you buy like you buy a a used good steering wheel or like do you yeah I, there's like kits where people like stitch leather around no, you but don't want to do up that, up, that would look like a bulky
0: thing
3: even yeah. pros have trouble with it
0: yeah, that that's really, do, that do and it. If you're going to get someone hard. to restitch it well, it's going to cost you 500 bucks to have it restitched. I would get like a, At a minimum.
3: $150 steering wheel, $200 steering wheel off eBay yep. in the same color. You might even find like a slightly upgraded one with, I don't know, wood or I don't even know what the options were, but yeah. Maybe a Lexus version? No. Yeah. I would just stick, yeah. Apparently, just those Toyota. all
1: fit too. Uh, all, like all the, like the Toyota, and- it's all the same splines and uh, yeah. everything well, like as that. Long so, like,
0: so as long as the airbag fits, it's, it's going to all be the same. I, so, and there and apparently, it's little- like the
1: airbags between Lexus and Toyota are the same size, physical size, but they have different connectors. So, there's like a good reason to, you know, just if you don't want to be, you know, re crimping on new connectors and you want to, just get a toyota to keep in the family i guess
0: although but it could be like not, any toyota yeah i mean you're you're not changing any of those connections though because that goes to the harness of the car so you're not actually well, when going you plug to the, wheel, the,
1: the, the air the airbag plugs into something Yeah. so when you plugs you into a module the, that's
0: connected to the car not to the wheel
1: yeah so whatever that uh, yeah, so I guess. Are you saying you just swapped the airbag? So I, I, yeah, pulled yeah. The oh, airbag you wouldn't out, buy a new airbag, wheel. dude. Oh, yeah, you okay. would not. Know,
0: you know, if you're buying a new airbag, that would be a fortune. Um, right. Yeah. right, right so right, right. even right. a used airbag is probably a lot of money. Um, and you can't, yeah, it's sketchy to ship airbags and stuff, but, um, so you're not buying an airbag; you're keeping your airbag. Just the you're wheel. just changing okay, the actual got it, got wheel, got the hard part. Yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah. then, I it it sounds like with the little bit of research I did that any Lexus wheel fits any Toyota, you know, almost any Toyota. It's a it, you know, it's a it's a, Tundra it's a list of them. But
0: yeah. and the way so those wheels is... come out is, I I believe the Toyotas just have two. So you disconnect the battery, and there's two screws in the back of the wheel, I believe on those. I don't think it's just a push like on Porsches. You just push a screwdriver up and the airbag pops out. Um, I believe on that it's just two like torques or allens behind the wheel uh, mm-hmm. that go into the airbag and that's how the and then you undo those the airbag comes out you do, there's two connections you just undo those and then you have the center bolt for the wheel you take the wheel out put the new it's i mean take you 20 minutes really
1: hmm. yeah, so that's a thing uh, that we could do. But, yeah, and and so then I guess uh, touching on some of the other points, you know, in general, it's, like, in super good condition. Um, it does have scratches on the bumpers, uh, which is almost like one of the previous ones that I had. There was, like, undercover. It had been smashed in the front, and they re- replaced all these parts, and it was, like, orange peel in the paint. It was, like, pretty well hidden, but if you look behind, you can see that it's, like, new bumper parts and everything. Uh this one you know it's got scratches on the bumper but it's all like the honest stuff right it's like that's it is they didn't do any work to it it's like this is the actual thing you do, there's no guesswork yeah as far as i can yeah. tell um and it's not that bad uh and yeah like the paint in general is in good condition uh i gotta i have the previous owner's address and i need to look it up where they are exactly there are some like random spots that, uh, have more rust than you would expect. Um, and so if they were kind of like on the coastal side of SF, then that would kind mm. of explain it, but it's, uh, it's not bad. It's like randomly under the, uh, the rear hatch pops up and there's a seal around it. And, um, I was kind of inspecting that area and under the rubber seal and one little spot, like a little, maybe a dime sized spot, there's just rust. Uh, and it's like not okay. on the seam or anything. It's just like huh. water must have pulled up there somehow, and I don't know. And then the, is it bubbling
0: the, the, or is it just like a hint of rust?
1: Uh, it's like it flaked off, um, but it's not like through the through the metal or anything. It's just like a surface thing. Oh, oh um, okay. I mean, a lot and, of times, that uh, could,
0: yeah the seal wears basically it opening and closing will wear the paint off and then mm, obviously moisture yeah. getting there and yeah. stuff will will make it rust yeah, yeah that's maybe why that happens in a place like that yeah
1: it's it seemed a oh. little yeah it seemed a little weird but and then the 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 hood uh latch um like uh retainer thing or the piece that's on the the hood itself that's like got kind of like a lot of rust on there i mean it's totally fine and intact but uh random stuff like that and that's maybe you know like the paint gets worn away there and uh because it's actually something that cu- it's part of the latch and so then that rust starts there i guess you know anything without paint on it
2: so uh, uh, but, but you said you had mentioned that tires and and uh, you were considering driving it up to tahoe this weekend like what, what yeah what happened and we,
1: there? we ended we ended up canceling that trip but we had existing plans uh on sunday to go up but we just have too much random stuff going on. And uh, I think it, you know, it was all g- going to be hinging on, uh, y- you know, a decent report from uh, Marty and Sue, uh, but assuming everything went okay, then um, it feels like everything would have been in place to be able to drive it. But I i feel good that we're not pushing it because I want to be able to take a little bit more time. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I got, I ordered tires, I mean, there's like quite a few topics that I could cover right now, uh, like tires alone. That was kind of a thing I want. I, you know, because at the end of last week, I thought that we were going to go, uh, to Tahoe. It was super important for me to get tires. It would have been important to me anyways. Cause like even the spare, the spare tire that's underneath is like to the cords, you know, flapping cords (laughs) basically. So it's just totally, totally roached. And you know, tires are an important thing to me. Um, But anyways, there's like, uh, you guys can imagine you start getting into tire options with a truck like this and it's like so many opinions and people go so gnarly too, right? You know, like a lot of the people have these as like a toy car and they put massive rubber on and so you, and and the world is your oyster. You can do whatever you want. The tire prices are all just about the same no matter which route you go. Um, I ended up, trying to uh i I was it's interesting actually one of my favorite tires is the michelin ltx ms and now it's like the defender ltx or the ms2 or whatever it's just like a robust tire that rides good and you know feels good on the road and turns and and you know it's long lasting too it's what we have on the jeep now um and that is like a stock tire for these uh it's kind of crazy you cannot get them they are freaking out mm. of stock, back-ordered everywhere. Mm. COVID, they just stopped manufacturing, and now they're they're unavailable. So I have two brand-new Michelin L, uh, LTX MS tires uh, in the stock size, 270... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 275, 70, 16. Um, brand-new. <laughs> I can't get three others to match. Dang. So instead... I had, I had to go all different, all, all, uh, all five new tires.
3: KO2s?
1: <laughs> no. So general
3: grabbers.
1: Yeah. But those are all like, most of my driving is street driving. Like the LTX and is a great, is a great tire for me because it's like so, fine for most purposes. Like it's decent. It's good. And you know, wet and snow and all of that. It would be fine off road. It's a great tire. And so, is it a snow but, tire?
3: Is it snow rated? It is, yeah. Okay, that's good.
1: I mean, you know, these all terrains are going to be better. Uh, but, uh, at the same time, it's like the all terrains are pretty freaking heavy and, uh, they're aggressive, you know, they're loud, right? And it's like, they're heavy. They're yeah. If they're not, KO2s
3: aren't loud. No, KO2s are pretty good. They're pretty quiet. It depends. And well, it depends on what you
1: compare it to. Like th- compared to the the LTX.
0: I don't it's know. gotta be I don't loud, so. right? I don't think so. My I, I, brother I've just never put done them. A... on his on his truck, and I've driven them on like Rick's safari car and stuff. Um, they're actually really quiet.
3: My all terrain. Uh, I, I have a, just on the looking at, are super quiet. I j-
1: but just looking at the tread, it's got to be. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you guys are doing back 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 to back comparisons, but I mean, you well, know, my brother
0: like, just put them on his brand new truck, and he said they were not any louder than his stock tires. Yeah. On his brand-new Dodge so, truck.
1: All right. Well, yeah, that's good. Um, so I I didn't think I needed an attire that aggressive. Uh, and so I went with uh, Continental uh, Terrain Contact AT or whatever, which is um, also an all-terrain, but it's just a little more street-ish. So it's like somewhere in between a KO2 and uh, the LTX. Um, and so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, there are a lot of different options and sizes too. Um, a recommended size for that truck is, so stock is what I just said, 275, 70, 16, um, two 75, 16 fills out the wheel wells well, and it's, you know, a, a beefy tire. Um, and so that's like what everybody runs. Um, but those things are like freaking 60 pounds a piece. Uh, it's like 20 extra pounds to jump up in that size per tire. Hmm. Wow. Um, and does it matter with know, this
0: truck though? I mean, does that make a difference at all with a thing dude, that weighs, I mean it like weighs as much as like, this bad gas mileage to begin with? Like, does it even like, uh, like you're looking at like the percentage of difference is so minor compared to like, a sports car or
2: something like that i I think but i think it adds up in other ways right like i think you're going to get more brake wear like in the long run i don't know like what that is you know how you measure that but it's like you do have more rotating mass so it's going to take more brake pressure to stop it like uh, all of that is incremental um the ride quality also does get affected like you do have more unsprung weight so when you go over bumps that's more noticeable like i mean it's less noticeable than a light car right like for sure but i think i mean I, i don't know how uh for fuel economy i don't know what those numbers would look like as but you if said, you're looking
3: also, at two tires and there's that's one factor that differentiates them i could see making the choice based on that but
2: yeah uh, this is the only one <laughs> um yeah they're cool looking i just looked them up they actually look way way cooler than i they're more on the aggressive side yeah more on the all-terrain kind of look uh than, than, a, than a, just a standard all season
1: right yeah yeah, and Continental's cool. a good brand. Okay. I am I'm, I'm, you know, excited to try those. Um but yeah, so I did my, my uh tire size is 265 Oh, uh, yeah, two sixty five seventy five sixteen. 75 16. So it's a slight bit taller than the stock size. Um uh the way that, calculates that look
3: cool. Out. But couldn't you just use one of those good Michelin's for the spare? Why did you have to go five just cuz it's a different size?
1: It's a different size. Yeah. And it's like I don't know, maybe I could sell these as a pair or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Or I can or I can wait for a But also it's like yeah, I don't know. Oh, well, and I also kind of had to make So here's the other thing. It's like you know, I call a tire shop and I'm trying to work out which which ones to get and everything and and they're, you know, telling me we keep looking them up and it's like out of stock, out of stock, out of stock. I <laughs> before I got the truck, the night before I picked it up, I was looking it up and it was like, okay, I'm just going to do, you know, I, I arrive at the decision to do these continentals and I look and there's nine in the country. And it's like, when I was calling big O, they were referencing tire rack as like the, uh, that that's like their, uh, back room basically. Right. And, and so it's like, if big O didn't have them on hand, then they're basically getting them from tire rack. And a lot of others might be too. I did call around to a few different tire shops trying to find, and they were all kind of similar answer. Um, So I'm looking in the evening before I pick up the truck uh, and it says nine total in the United States. And it's like, dang, like if I wait, like maybe I'll have to switch to a Kumo or something like that. And I, and I, you know, there are other options, but, uh, you know, I've, as a second choice, I was kind of into the Continentals, So I, I bought them before I had fully looked at all of the tires that were on there. And so I was kind of like just making a jump. And then by the time I did see how good they were, I had already ordered the tires and they were on the way. Uh, and so it was like, if I wanted to cancel to m- take less, I could have, but yeah, it was like, that's mm-hmm. part of the answer is I already I ordered them ahead of time. Got um, it, got it. But uh yeah, interior's all uh, you know, in good shape and yeah, overall it's pretty nice. It feels like, you know, I I think like I'm you know, the shuttering, uh, you know, it kind of wanders right now, which could just be due to the bald front tires. Um, but those two things and- that you just mentioned right now,
2: shuttering and wandering, that that could be lower control arms as well, or yeah, even yeah. upper control arm bushings. I don't know what their suspension ends. looks like. High rod yeah, ends so- too. shuttering. rod yeah. ends. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. So that that yep. could be that, and yep. I mean tires need to be replaced anyways. But well,
3: it could be all all of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Tires, brakes, right. exactly. Refresh. Exactly. But you'll find out. And which like is basically hands.
2: Yeah. I mean, I mean
1: that's what it that's what it is. It's like it, you know all of that stuff. It's like that. Th- these are all wear items. It's like expected stuff, yeah. you know, drop some coin, get it up to snuff and then go from there. Um and right. yeah, and few, you got a good deal a on sp- it, right? So
2: that's exactly. built in really. So it's built into that. Right. So it's you're basically going to start with a really fresh rig once you're all, all and had, up to snuff.
3: had timing belt been done? Is there a sticker? There's
1: no sticker. There it's not in the the service records. The person who the person who's doing the Uh, who was doing the uh, radiator, I asked them to look for any evidence of uh, timing belt work. He said they pulled the cover off and it looked pretty fresh.
3: Hmm. But
1: it's weird,
3: right? Like no records. it has got to be a sticker. That's really weird. I mean, it should have been in that truck. Yeah. And it
1: seems weird that they would have all these records from the dealer and they wouldn't have done it there. But I mean, not super weird. weird it's like that, that's an expensive service to have done by the, fa- you know, by the dealer. So if they took it to an sure. independent, that's not going to show up on that report. Um, right, but I, right. I don't but know. Like, yeah, n- I know. So I don't original, know. Yeah. I don't know how costly yeah. that is, but it, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm definitely half expecting that. I'm just going to kind of need to do that for peace of mind. And it's like that. Right. Right. probably not that water much,
0: pump. right? Like, 600 uh, bucks, seven, yeah. 800 bucks. No, no. But I mean it's, it's also it has 150,000 miles
2: on it. Like if 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 it hits 150,000 miles, if it was the original belt, you would be able to tell. Like it's it, they they wear and they they get cracked and they get old. Like if it looks I mean if it you know, Marty So what if it's that, not
1: though? So what if then, it's not if, the original it, yeah. belt? Then it's like it would, like I guess I just keep checking condition or do I do it just to like
3: give myself peace of mind? It's a, what it is, what is the interval, Wham? 90, I think.
2: Ah, oh, you're coming up on that again. Well, I guess at 180,
3: huh? Yeah, it's only 30,000 miles early. So it's like, you'd probably just do it. Um, right. And age is a factor as well. So if the car yeah. has been sitting and it is hard to tell on a belt. I mean, sometimes you yeah. get lucky and the back's worn off and the, you know, the labels are all gone and stuff. But if it's super fresh and Marty will be able to tell. Um, but you know, there's telltale signs, leaking cam seals and crank seals. And or,
2: or Brian, you're, like you're that. good at this. You have the previous owner's address. It's time to write a letter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dear Dude, Sir I'm, Madam. Definitely, I'm definitely going to do that.
2: <laughs> there you go. I love it. I, I mean, I don't know. Up. if it's, it's
0: saying between like 650 and 850 bucks to replace the time. Oh, that's
3: killer. Does that that's include something. water pump and seals. Pump, that? Yeah. You gotta do the water pump. Yeah. Yeah. I doubt yeah. it. You yeah. do the pump so it adds and, up coolant yeah, a- and i mean it just it, yeah you're into it a thousand bucks probably but yeah and then you get to the external belts and you know i don't know we'll see but you'll find out more well the next episode of the podcast will be much more info sounds Indeed. like yeah, yeah i'd Indeed. like to see it i'm ex- i'm stoked though i mean it's yeah it's rad we've been talking about these trucks forever and you've obviously been a big fan and now you own one so it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how it plays out
1: and, and just in a, uh, so we've done done a lot of talking specifically about this one and the purchase pro- process too, but, uh, also there's like a whole nother angle and we don't have to go all, all into it, but you know, it's pretty funny. So there were a lot of comments on that post. Um, a lot of people stoked on it. There's a huge enthusiast community around these for sure. Um, and it's, that's definitely fun. Um, it's funny though, how, like it's pretty crazy. I mean, even one of the questions, uh, I forget who mentioned it, uh, uh, for the Thursday show that you guys had answered, it's like calling it a good decision and all of this stuff to get a Land Cruiser. It's pretty crazy, really. I mean, I we're going from a 2014 <laughs> to a yeah, we, we 2000 kind of car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, like I, it yeah. shouldn't, it shouldn't be, it should, we should definitely be looking at this with an eye of skepticism. Like it's not, this isn't like a standard. I mean, this is not my fun car. This is like for a family daily driver. So it's like, to me, it feels a bit risky. And it, I mean, I, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. There, there's probably a lot more to say there, but um, yeah, it doesn't feel like, uh, you know, I I'm sweating a bit just, one you know i got i'm getting this post purchase inspection and we'll see you know and so i could get surprised by some stuff that would be painful um and then two it's just like when i'm making decisions about like the tire choice and stuff like this like i i want to make this as reasonable a family car as i can it just has that backup of like it ha- it's capable in certain situations if i want to go there but really this is our family car and that's kind of like the main priority Um, and so, you know, like, yeah, shying away from lift kits and all that stuff. It's just like, you know, probably doing a lot of OEM stuff and, you know, just kind of trying to have a good truck and we'll see, you know, I'm hoping that it works out. Warren has a question.
3: based just based on financial decision, no matter what happens really at this point, barring any crazy unforeseen, you know, problem, bad transfer case or something, you know, fucked up, but yeah, right, right. the money you put in, you'd be able to get it out almost immediately. So it's right. a very safe right, short term right. investment, in right? Right, right. So, you know, maybe you drive it for the winter and then after that you're like, God, this thing's such a lumbering, heavy thing. Let's look for something else. You're totally fine. It's yeah. still desirable. And
2: and and you're and you're, I think, if anything, you might even be in a position to actually make some money because what you're doing is you're gonna make it basically a a a perfect cherry dailyable car, right? And that's there's a lot of value in that where it's like you have the records, all the service has been done, like you're now, you know, at a higher it's it's a more valuable car, I think. So in theory, right? I mean obviously breaking yeah, even yeah is great, let's right? not go too but, far.
1: Yeah. yeah, let's not tempt fate. But yeah, right. Yeah.
0: Well <laughs> yeah. I think I think you can get that thousand or twelve hundred back for the water pump and and the time belt, right? Like Right away, you just you show a record of that being done. You can get right. that out of it, yeah. and uh, right, right. And I, I don't. The car's not going down in value. Or the tr- whatever this thing is isn't going down in value. Yeah. So whatever, you're fine. <laughs> I mean, your Jeep was still going down in value. So, um right. But yeah, you know, like you, like we were talking about in the last show when you weren't on it, it's like, you know, and you didn't. I know you didn't have a a monthly bill. You know, you had paid off the Jeep a little while ago. No, no you, we're still making I, payments on it. Oh, really? So you were having the maintenance plus payments. Um yeah. So now you just have the main. You know, you still have a monthly nut. It's just in repairs, basically, and you're gonna have repairs. It's an old car, you know, like right. And right. Uh, but but I think and it's gonna be way know, less. These are known to,
1: yeah. Way I mean, way That's less. what you hope for, right? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, unless there's a crazy surprises, it's like. I mean we're going to we're basically dropping down a notch into a you know a, a cheaper car category basically. I don't know. It would be hard to it would hard it would be hard to have the maintenance add up to uh more than our monthly payment uh previously. Totally. But I get
0: yeah. yeah.
3: And factor in depreciation. But we're sacrificing right. Yeah. Right, right. You know, that's the other part of it. Yeah. So.
1: But yeah, and so another interesting thing, and I I think, you know, there's going to be plenty of podcasts to talk about any of this stuff, but uh, I was hesitant to look at the Land Cruisers because they were crazy prices for super high mileage cars, and it just felt a little too late to the bandwagon sort of thing and a little too hipster and all of that. Like, you know, you just get the... I I shy away from the tax on enthusiast cars where it's like, people are just paying more for, you know, you could get more elsewhere. I could get a newer car, a much newer car for the same amount of money. Right. And so like that, that goes into my mind, like Sequoias were very high on the list because it did a lot of the same things. Sure. It didn't have like the, the history and it might not be a, collector car but it's a newer car it's safe and all of the stuff there's like some modern conveniences like that was higher on my list and less of a risk to me even though it's not like an appreciating asset you know th- at, at the start of it it's like this really is like an appliance so it doesn't have to appreciate that w- is definitely a bonus if you can swing it but whatever um but anyways there's like a weird thing with these where there you see so many at 250 000 to 300 000 miles where it was like my The question I had to answer is, what is our family going to use for the next 100,000? You know, we just put 100,000 miles on the Jeep. What are we going to do for the next 100,000 miles? Are we going to keep the Jeep? G- you know, the default is we keep the Jeep and keep pumping money into it to last another 100,000 miles. Given the recent uh, increase in extra costs, that feels like craziness. Like there's no way we would get there. <laughs> we would funnel yeah. money into it, have weird electrical issues until we couldn't stop. We couldn't keep funneling money money into it, and we'd sell it at 120 after like being out thousands. That's the only scenario loss. I could yeah. see happening. Uh, yep. And then, so what do you get? for the next hundred thousand. And weirdly, it's like, it doesn't matter how many miles are on these land cruisers. It's how many miles you have left. So this one's got 150. I see them all day, every day with 250 and they look cherry. So it's like, I feel like I have a hundred thousand left in this thing if I just maintain it. And it that's just like a weird hitch, that's, there aren't many cars that are like that, but I guess when you get into the enthusiast, type of cars. It's a little bit, I mean, the Beamer is a little bit the same too. my E46. Like, you know, I had an E36 with 250,000 miles and it was a total reasonable car that I could have kept driving and putting, uh, you know, regular maintenance into and, and keep going. I've got 175 on my, on my 330 right now. And I feel like I could take that up to 250 pretty easy. Uh, you know, just with regular maintenance, um, and so it's just just kind of a weird thing where, like, you know, getting into the what mileage means and how much is left.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, a good I, way to look Warren at it.
0: has like how many miles do you have on your E30, Warren?
3: And, uh, I don't know, but three hundred and something. Yeah,
0: I think my my yeah. has two hundred and
3: whatever
0: something. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah,
3: yeah. And I how think- many are on your van, Warren?
0: 125. So it's low. Fairly. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely low. 125.
3: And the the Lexus just turned 217. And Dang. that thing's been amazing. Yeah. Right. Best yeah. used car ever. No rattles, right. uh, shifts smooth, um, knock on wood. Yeah. Like just we've done timing belt and control arm bushings. That's it. It's crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Hopefully yeah, you your you Lancers will up- be the same.
1: Yeah, and it's like you could go like like what I don't I don't it's hard to value a two hundred fifty thousand mile Land Cruiser or, or like a, hundred and eighty five thousand mile GX four seventy or whatever it's yeah. like I don't know what the value is but it's like it's a you know you are in two years or three years time are we just gonna be seeing them with over a three hundred thousand and that'll be
0: normal Yeah I think, it's like I think so I think it's weird like, it's it's like looking at a, you look at it more like in with vintage car eyes. Where you're like, what mileage doesn't really it doesn't matter. matter. It's just like, it's right. just how the car drives and how the condition is. You, so you're looking at, the, yeah. at that, and you're like, you could look at, you know, you look at an old vintage car, you don't look at how much mileage is left. You just look at this right. thing will last forever as long as I maintain it. And I think that's where you look at these cars too, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Same with like the little, like my wife's LX or RX Lexus. It's like, that thing has 180,000 or something, which is like low for those because, Tip like all the ones you're looking at had like over 300,000, dude. It's like crazy mileage yeah. on those things. Like, and yeah. uh, it's just a mat, you know. And uh, that car was four grand or something, you know. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, um, it's such a good value, and it's super tight, yeah. like no rattles or anything. We've taken it to Tahoe and taken it down to Southern California, all that stuff. It's like you could see that thing just kind of like working forever. Um, yeah. And, uh, and the same thing as yours, it had like, we bought off a a dealership, but it had all the, like the Carfax, it, so it didn't have records, but it had all the Carfax and it had been nice. taken to a Lexus dealership until like last month. So, um, nice. you know, nice. same kind of deal, but yep. anyways, that's yeah. the story.
3: Cool. 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 But um, I think that is a, a good
0: way to look at car mileage that people don't do enough.
3: I know. I, I, I think, think so. Too. Cause
0: I'm not like a mileage. I don't really care about my Mileage doesn't really matter to me unless it's like there's certain points where it's like, yeah, you can see why a car with 40,000 is worth this much more. And then a car 2,000 miles is obviously worth way more. But then do you really want to get into that, right? You're paying a premium yeah. for something you want to put miles on. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, yeah. Um,
3: I'd also much rather have a car that just had its major service, like yeah. your Land Cruiser, you know, at 100 150- and 20,000 miles. I'd rather buy that one than the one at 80,000 miles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's going to need it or the one that's at a hundred and and it's it's already done the work. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, or they sell it as a premium because it has lower mileage than the ones with 150. But if I have the one 150 that's been at the dealer, you know, every three months and, babied then yeah i want that one like and, the e12 and BMW maybe it already had. had
0: the new transmission that goes out typically goes out at 120 <laughs> sure, you know, whatever, right? the, it's like, whatever
3: that problem is yeah, in the car yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah it's already been kind of gone through and and loved so yeah that's cool um any other project car updates uh lane art i know art has one i
0: replaced uh, I've, got, I've got more later I, replaced, too. I replaced an yeah. intake boot on my car
3: I had just looked
0: at it, and it was like...
3: It barked at you? Yeah, it barked at me. It
0: was just kind (laughs) of like dry, kind of little cracks everywhere. And then the one one of the tubes was like where the little banjo clamp was, was like cracked, um, like split. Um, So I was thinking about ordering one, and then I was like, oh, I'll check my shed to see if I have anything. And first box I check, I had an intake boot. It was like perfect. Oh, you already had it. Nice. Yeah, Not too put, old. Put the intake boot on. It wasn't cracked or anything. It was nice. And uh, you know, it took 5 minutes and um, nice. kind of a satisfying little ordeal.
3: Yeah. That's good. Yeah,
1: dude, when you have the part in yeah. your collection, like there it's very hard to get more satisfying than that. It's
0: pretty sweet. And I like, was on I was like on a website like thinking about ordering it and I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to go check in the shed." And I found Oh, by the know,
3: way, that also re-upped your hoarder membership, so oh, yeah. Now you, you have know. like yeah. <laughs> you now you have another year uh, of collecting shit that you may use someday. Now it, your it collection is you going to increase. It's going to be like
1: yeah, it's like you, now you know I I say I save that that uh, boot sure did come in handy. Like I better save this other thing, and now it's just going to yeah, be I like know. garage full. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. gotta watch out.
2: It can be All bad, right, dude. I,
3: I know. All right. how you doing down there, buddy? I'm
2: doing, you know, I'm just doing things. Um, yeah. So you guys all saw the bumper thing. Um, I just have to say, you know, I put it on there. I spent probably about four hours tweaking it after Ooh. I already had assembled and it, installed it. And it's still not right. Dang. This is something that requires two minimum, maybe three people because you need one person to hold something in place while somebody is tightening the bolts underneath because it's three separate pieces And then the third person is standing next to the car looking at the alignment. Right. So that it's even on one side versus the other front to rear, all that. So right now it's just, I'm, I just kind of gave in. It was just, it was impossible to do it by myself. And it's a lot of like getting your hands in between the body and the rear and like Mm. into the, into the, like this little well. And it's such a pain in the butt that like I just left it as is. It looks a lot better. It's a huge improvement, but like, I'm not happy with the fitment. Um, so eventually I'll, you know, I'll have to sync up with someone and we'll have to tackle it. But <laughs> I need help.
3: It did look good. Photos look good.
2: Yeah. It's definitely a 10 footer right now. Right. But when you walk okay. up, like even if you look at the profile, I don't know if you saw the story that I posted, the rear yeah, is yeah. lower than the front. Like it's, it, it, they kind of uh, sit that way stock, but it's like, it could be, it could, the rear could be higher about a quarter inch. But then when you do that, it's like a, it's one of these things, what do you call it? When you push one button, you pop something else out over here. So because it's it's multiple pieces right so you have to kind right. of like loosen it all up and then tighten each section as you go through it it's it's a weird deal you i like remember slowly
0: do each section until you get them all tight right it's like exactly
2: yeah. exactly and so um i remember i sent lane a, a text i'm like dude i'm like i'm losing my mind over here i'm kind of over this and like he's like yeah i get you because like you was saying that he also took forever to align the rear bumper on his car it's like it's easy to just slap it together, but like your gaps are off and like all this bullshit, you know? So it's, it's just like detail work now, but, but I'm stoked on it. It's, it's, you know, it's a used bumper. It looks like a used bumper and I'm on the fence about like keeping it long term. I, I think that once ECS has the new ones in stock, I'll probably consider getting a new one and sell this one just cause the rest of my car is in such good shape that like right. I, I want everything kind of to match and um, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely, you know, uh, kind of as expected and in a uh, uh, huge huge improvement.
0: So now do you want a front bumper?
2: <laughs> no, I really like the combo. It, it looks just how I thought it would it worked. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Okay. Yeah,
3: I'm Lane I'm skeptical. happy with it. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, I just skeptical. don't want
2: I don't want a euro swapped car. Like that's the standard. That's what everybody goes with. I I like that this is a very unique car. It's the only small taillight IS that we got. Um it's that front, you know, uh air dam only came on the 87, 325 IS, like all of that stuff. I wanna I wanna keep that part of it intact. And I do like the way it looks with the tuck front bumper. And I think the rear looks really awkward because you have this huge air dam in the front and with the US spec cladding on the sides, it hides the whole balance. So it like deletes the rear so it looks super high. But when you have a little bumper in the rear, you get a lot of that white balance underneath it and it balances it out. Um I
0: although think although your underbody's black on the side
2: on the on not on the rear balance it's all white No,
0: but on the side of the car
2: it is it is white on the side and so i think that on the bottom um i mean now that yeah black um now that we're talking about the balance i think that i might respray it because it's been under there for you know 30 something years and like it's kind of grody and like the the color kind of faded differently it's a little kind of yellowish kind of ugly and um, it bothers me. So um, I think that I'll end up respraying it Why to match the rest feel, of the you so, trying just like polishing it, like hand polishing it? No, that. so I was going to go even further. I, I'm actually going to, because it's, it's, I tried just, you know, spraying it, um, first cleaning it with like some detail or spray. And then um, I was, I, I got most of the grime off, but um, I think that I almost need to hit it with something, as you said, abrasive. And I'm thinking of going even a step further than polish. Cause it is like that coating under there it's not mm-hmm. just like standard flat yeah, paint pebbles you, stuff. Yeah. yeah using the um like a magic eraser on it because it, it's it needs to uh, almost like you need to scrape off a layer almost right like huh. to, to get to yeah there. you
0: might be able to get some of that yellow off essentially yeah
2: that'd be you great know. if i can do that um then i'm happy but otherwise yeah like that's 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 the only other kind of weird downside about it but
0: yeah, but yeah. So, so did they, they make me. did they make that car with that that air dam? I know it's an '86 only, right? So '87, yeah, or '87. Did they make a was that a US only, or did they make a Euro? Did they offer that air dam in Europe?
2: It was the US only car. Our okay, US so, only option.
0: So that air dam would probably look weird with a U with a Euro front bumper.
2: It doesn't fit. Yeah, it doesn't because work. It's
0: weird, anyways, how it sticks out further further than the black like you know it sticks out so far on the front um so yeah it would it would look really strange with the euro front bumper probably
2: yeah it doesn't work it you literally can't even make it fit like it just because the bumper is is the, the oh, gaps it, are it, the
0: bumper would probably be behind the air dam
2: huh it's pretty it's almost flush it's like uh, flush it with it ugly, I, yeah. yeah somebody did it and it doesn't quite work but if you look at um like like an mtech 2 bumper if you look at it from the side, it's pretty much like this. It's surprising. You don't think that it goes out that far, but it does. It's just that the MTech 2 has like all the other cladding that makes it look more and it's got that little ground effects kind of look, right? Like um, but uh, but yeah, you can't just to answer your question. Yeah, you can't put it with a, you put it on there with a Euro bumper. One guy did it. There's only one that documented case that I've seen yeah. on the internet. And like he basically said that it's not worth the effort. And he Yeah,
0: would, it probably looks silly. It.
2: Yeah, it doesn't really mm-hmm. work. Um, M tech one looks very similar, but it doesn't, it's a, it is a little bit more inset. So like, it's probably about an inch shorter, like front to rear, the M tech one, but it is also very big like that. The Alpina one is the biggest. Um, and that one's crazy. It's like, it like flares out. It like that one looks like really like a cow catcher to me. It's like very aggressive looking. Um, if you look up, anyone can look up an Alpina C1 or a C2 E30, um, that's, that's that air dam. And that's kind of what this reminds me of. Like it's oddly enough, like a more toned down version of that, which is crazy to say because it is very aggressive, but, um, mm. but yeah, I'm keeping it as is that's the plan.
1: Cool. I think, uh, there's a good argument for you selling that car. Art.
2: No, <laughs> why would I sell it? I, 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 I really think, want to do I the 24 swap.
1: I think it's silly to do it with that car.
2: Why? Why?
0: Why?
3: Why start with an IS that's got all this rare shit?
0: Oh, why
1: do a cares? swap?
3: But I mean it's gonna look it's gonna be a better car that way, right? Like that much more special.
1: It just seems weird like to have a to start with a car uh that's got so much value really right now. Like everybody's into IS it, like that's kind of a that's kind when of a relative though.
0: It's relative car to on its what? own. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's like a eight thousand dollar car. It's like Relative, value, I, I, right? I don't know again it just seems that, like well no do the People same are thing
1: you could sell this and That's get true. yeah but i mean is modifying e 30 m 3s is that a good th- move either we've talked about how like why not just start with an e30 right <laughs> like are oh, you talking about are talking move. about value
2: specifically like you almost like you're yeah, saying buy... Well, it seems
1: like it seems like you could you could have just as much fun you could uh, sell this because it's like a solid car with a good motor right now and then uh, get a cheaper e30 chassis and do the whole swap stuff you could like you could but, you might even be able to pay for your freaking swap <laughs> with well with the difference you know, the thing in price with that is and that, end up with the well, same thing i mean you're not going to get all weird and mm, nerdy with all these bumpers and maybe that's super important but uh it just seems like this is a good car on its own and there you yep. could make it and i started with that you could make a good argument that that you should sell this car that's what i started with so I, here's and the I, thing I, with I'm, that it, you know
2: and i think lane I is kind it. of alluding it, to it, it already is that the the most the value in e30s is mostly in condition like you know if you can find a really really nice like very well kept original 325 versus a 325 is there is going to be a little bit of a difference in price because you get an LSD, because you get the sport seats, and all that shit. That are, so, like, basically, if I were to buy a really clean like this car, three twenty-five I or even three eighteen, I'm I'm starting behind the eight ball. Your here difference because, is so minor, dude, and it's so minor, and I Cause, have to get because you're saying seats. the condition I want to get an of LSD. this.
1: You're saying the condition of this one isn't good enough. It's rough enough that it's fine for a swap. It's not going to command the hype. Is premiums because it's not a perfect. I think he would just want same for same.
0: He's saying he'd want same same for same, so he'd want the same condition, normal car, and that car would not be that much cheaper than what his would get. Basically, I mean, I I
1: think you could get a you could get a three twenty five E or whatever for like nothing right now. Nobody wants E's. or three eight swap the motor, right?
0: Well, Well, yeah, as long as you're getting the one with the regular
1: suspension. Yeah.
0: So you're also stepping e. into untrusted cars. He already has this car. Like he's already done stuff to it. Sure. I, I think I, Brian's argument, he's
3: just saying, making an argument for it. There is an argument I, for but that. They you also have the different could gear
0: ratios be and right? stuff. So, so
2: you're, and you're you buying want a, you're, the
0: car with the LSD too. You're so all like, that, Yeah. And it's an LSD and all this other stuff. 400 right? so bucks. These things all... I know, but you're adding it up. No, no. What's the difference in cars Two grant? I mean, for a per like for like more like
2: eight more like 800 to a thousand uh um brian it's tra- the e30 prices are expense are up there now um but i mean it is it is i see what you're saying it's just like i don't i don't think there i can find a car that is in this shape this color combination all of these things add up right like i like i have to find this sure. go seek out yeah. another nice car that i'm going to pay a premium for to get to this point i actually got a really good deal on this car which also adds i mean in right. theory you know th- that also could be a thing where i could profit more off of it but um yeah but it's like yeah it, but you're buying into it, the
0: same market dude it's like selling a house and buying one in the same town you're not like, exactly you're not exactly. buying a different kind of car so it
2: doesn't matter exactly and and you well, know no, here's i think here's, that's I'm word i think the
1: 325e e market
3: is completely different. making 325 is a different car yeah but it's you're like getting
2: you're getting
0: one then he'd want to buy the lsd he'd want to buy that trans
3: yeah. That's like, the, that's the question is, is it worth it and yeah. easily to do? And it's not that easy, right? No. It's, you'd have to wait for the right one to come along. And yeah, but and, I think and it's I, a good point. And just dropping cars
0: being, costs money. Yeah, And also you're yeah.
2: buying it. And here's the thing is like, in theory, if I found a super, super minty 325E for, for the right price, like that's, that's, that is not as common as you think, because those weren't as taken care of. So like the, the ones that are, Usually in better condition out there, and that are, and, and are more valuable because of it. Are the ones that were kind of more special, and a 325E is just was just kind of a standard shitty like E30, right? And like, unless it like the ES is people took care of, and you see those pop up, but like it's it's starting with like same for same as Lane's saying like I don't think there's that much of a difference in in value, also like, in, enough to justify it. Like um, at least at this point in time, right? Like if this car had 80,000 miles instead of 180,000, like maybe that would be the right move, right? It's like, shit, yeah. I can capitalize on yeah. this and then, like, find a well-kept car with high mileage that doesn't matter because I don't give a shit about the drivetrain anyways and then put that in there, right? But it's kind but, of like, I don't know. But I think if you I, could I sell,
0: say your car's worth eight grand, if you find an ES, say you want the front air dam cell and stuff, you, like, finding an 87 ES and you're going to pay 6500 for an equivalent one, you know, right. So your difference yeah. is 1500 and then you have to register that car and go through all that shit. And then like, I don't see the value. I don't see the reason. to like. Though, uh, yeah. And you already is that have, what, a is that what we car. think the
1: value is? Eight grand. I would, I was picturing that it would, might be a little bit more for arts car. Oh. And I think you could find a, uh, an E for less. I mean, I understand all of this. I, I think it's you like think right on the find bubble, a nice right?
0: ES? I don't know it, it, they're pretty,
1: no, not ES. I said, uh, yeah, I think But he's an saying he likes the e.
0: front air dam and all that stuff. And you know, well, I mean, an e that's an eight
1: look I, at the end of the day. I think it's a, you know, it doesn't really matter. It's all close enough. You've already got the, you know, a bird in hand is worth two in the tree uh whatever. Uh, so I totally agree. But I think it's like, you know, you could make an argument like, you know, you if it, it depends on what you want in the end, if, if these th- details like the front bumper and all of that are what's important, which it sounds obviously like it is, then it doesn't matter. Right. Like this, you do it with the car that you have. And that's that's the thing. Um, yeah. You know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it, you know, obviously, but you I think it's just like consider the different things, right? The different options. If, if um, you find a blown motor car pod, and it's like, worth I'm just saying very little, right?
3: Yeah, yeah. If podcast listener X says, hey, my grandma has this 325E and it's perfect, but it needs a head gasket um, and it's a thousand bucks. Yeah, or, or even it, three right? or even
2: five. Yeah, if, and then you start to get, as you get closer, but yeah, for sure. Hey, yeah. Someone
0: it. gave me a fucking 99. Three for free? Would it be worth it? I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're putting oh. a dream scenario, right? Out there. Yeah, hey, we dream well, here it's on not this that podcast. Crazy. Lane. It's we're like, dreamers. Yeah, we're all dreamers. Yeah, we are dreamers. Well, it kind of. it's not and that crazy. You also have, have to factor in things like car. a, a yeah. good condition one that's blown head gasket, and someone just wants to off. I think it is probably right, like a, if the I'm car is nice to enough to repair. If the car is nice enough, they're gonna put they're gonna put work into and redo the head gasket. I mean. A head gasket isn't that expensive to do on E30. So um, I just think like you're, you're getting a, you're probably getting a shittier car if that's the case. And then you also can't try out that car. Who who knows? The transmission might be blown. Like there's so many things there. And then you also have to tow a car if it doesn't run. Like I, I'm, I'm of the theory you always start with the best car you can. And
3: bird in the hand is worth two in a bush or but also many. the
0: the car the best Party. car right yeah. a car that already has decent yeah. pain and already has or it was a
3: tree i think
0: already has okay. all this stuff it's like you're getting into it we're like okay then you get into a car it's cheaper and you're like oh and then i have to tow it and then i need to put an lsd into it and then it doesn't have sport
2: seats and yeah then it no, doesn't i know have those this. are all the like those all are all the obvious. Shit, right? yeah yeah
3: for sure the reasons not to do it dude. i wish i I would
2: be super down like just to add to kind of another spin on this i would be super down to find an e30 m3 with a blown engine because like that would be perfect i would love to put a k24 in that car because i think it's a better engine for that chassis like all this other shit right it's like it's the same kind of idea but it's lighter and it's like you know it's the same dual overhead cam 4 that sits really far back and like and that would be controversial to some people, but then you save a shit ton of money and like you get a super rad fucking package, you know, like, and, uh, I think that's a good move, right? Like something like that would be great. Um, like that's also kind of dream scenario these days, but, um, but I would be down for something like that. Totally. <clears throat> cool.
3: Totally Cool. Cool. Um, I don't know how much more time we have here, but, um, I don't know.
0: What'd you do, Warren?
3: I went to Yosemite. It was a Lexus trip. So not a, huge project car update man this is the time to go to yosemite if you guys uh next year fall or if you want to jump on a trip right now before heavy snows it's just epic epic
2: oh, be- oh i thought you were gonna say because because of covid it's like empty because they only allow oh, so no. people
3: no this time of year is always pretty empty and uh it had snowed like four or five days earlier but it was cold enough to kind of keep the snow in places so the oh, valley cool. had a lot of snow and it felt very wintry but it was fifty. 50 degrees so nice. it wasn't like a cool. you know brutal trip by any means and a lot of and, uh, water
2: right a lot of water so
3: you have no 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 water. very low water this time oh, really? of year there's yeah after long summer there's been very little rainfall so if they had had like a 70 degree day for a few, you know a few days of 70s melt. It i was melt thinking, it. thinking
2: maybe melting that snow yeah it but- was just
3: too cold yeah, oh, yeah too cold to melt but um this is awesome yeah it was really really cool so um, explored some new roads, uh, took some little side trips and stuff to see areas that we haven't seen before. So cool. it was cool. It was cool. Any creek um,
2: crossings, cricks,
3: Crossed some cricks, Criks. little Criks. suspension bridge, um, jumped over some cricks, you know, nice. got to get involved once in a while. But, Sweet. uh, yeah, it was <laughs> nice too. uh, I was thinking about tires. You guys were talking about tires and stuff. And, um, I had put Vredestein's on the Lexus. There's... I Mm. forgot what they're called, quad quad tracks, quad track fives, I think is what they're called. And um, lo and behold, they're snow tires. They're snow rated. So it was Mm. kind of putting my mind at ease. I didn't really buy them for that reason. They were mud. I just thought they were mud and all terrain kind of tires, but they have the snow uh, triple peak little mountain Mm -hmm. symbol, which is what the CHP look for at chain control. So they're quad
0: tracks. Um, So they're mud, snow, ice. Crick. crick, Crick,
1: Crick. No, wa-
3: yeah. yeah,
0: Crick jumpers.
1: Crick's
3: the fifth. That's the fifth uh, track. Is crick oh yeah. Crossing. I'm looking at
2: them right now. The tread it has so many well, like all the little sipes that a lot like of siped, siping.
3: Have. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And they ride so smooth. And I'm, I'm We're a Redistine family here, actually. So oh, um, here. I've got them on my car, the yeah. wife's car. We'll see what comes next. But uh, Max. yeah, interesting, Mighty Max. I wish, I wish. Um, call me crazy. I'm thinking about putting a little bit of time and effort into the Mighty Max.
1: You're crazy. I mean, you love it, so it doesn't surprise <laughs> me.
3: Nuts. Okay, moving on. Uh, are you guys ready for some trivia?
2: Yeah. Trivia me.
3: Okay. <clears throat> trivia me. Oh, the other update is um, I am going to Sacramento to get um, Will Dusty Snowman's Vanagon engine. His van has been converted to a modern power plant um, with a transmission upgrade and everything, and he's giving me his engine. What nice. Which comes with with comes with like all new parts, injectors, throttle body, um, and it's like super good compression. Similar mileage to my engine, but um, they're pretty valuable, hard to come by, kind of. So that's cool. I'm gonna drive up there and throw it in the the station wagon and come home with a motor.
0: Nice, cool. that's right. I don't know exactly
3: what I'm gonna do with it yet. I might swap parts or I might like use it to rebuild it. Like hot rod know. it, huh? Hot rod it exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like uh, Dan, out. uh, with his air cooled van again, he, he like totally tore down his engine and made it like beautiful and perfect, you know, mm-hmm. so rad, even though it's uh, just the stock motor, it'd be kind of cool to do that if I ever need yeah. it in the future. Well, that but adds now I a need ton. to think about like where it, it, to that's put like, it. Very,
1: it. It's outside of the box thinking that's going to give you like just having that, especially if you redid it. Then all of a sudden yeah. you can like live stress free. Like you can hammer on the <laughs> I, on the I on your know. van again. And so it's like yeah, just having that even if you you know, just knowing that it runs, like all of a sudden you can yeah. all when you're stressing out about like, you know, driving around normally, dude it, it, you can really it it's runs like four bolts or something that I can swap a new one in.
3: Exactly. Exactly. It runs killer. He just went basically cross country and back and upgraded a bunch of stuff on it before doing the swap. So yeah. it's what did you like,
0: put in it? A diesel? I think he
3: put a 1.8T. Oh, wow. Yeah, there's a shop in Sacramento that specializes in it, and I think he either lengthened fourth gear or put in a fifth gear, which is like my dream, even with the standard power, would make the van so much more drivable. That's my whole complaint about it, is you're at like 4,000 RPM at 68 miles an hour, and the thing sounds like it's going to explode, and you just feel like you're hammering on it. If you just have that extra gear and you're at you know, 2500 RPM, it would feel so much like better on the car <clears throat> overall. So
0: 1.82 would be so nice in that thing. Oh,
1: probably. it's going to be
3: crazy. Oh He'll be just so, like, so yeah.
0: smooth and
3: powerful. Exactly. Yeah. I,
1: I had a few right. longer conversations with Will a long time ago. Uh, and he, that this is a guy that's put a lot of thought into his choice because they travel around quite a bit and do adventures. And they were in a Eurovan before. And he wanted to. Get, you know, he wanted to improve his situation over the Eurovan. And what, you know, he did a lot of thinking about what to do and ended up where the best possible solution is a totally built again, going older yeah. and just building it up. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it's super interesting to, you know, talk to people when they've already gone through this, uh, all, all this thought and what, and, and so interesting to arrive at the older car, right?
3: Um, I know. And the funny thing is I'll be going up there to get it. He hasn't picked it up yet. So the van will be there with the motor in it. Oh, um, you'll see it. Maybe I should take it. Maybe I should take it for a drive. I'll give him a call. Dude, Break you should just, yeah, <laughs> uh, I guess. Yeah. If it's not ready for pickup yet. I'm not sure. I think he said it was, uh, around, uh, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Which I also was a really fast turnaround. I mean, it hasn't been that long. So you should
0: just, uh, no, you don't want to pick it up to say right, should,
1: yeah, if he could get a yeah. ride
3: up there, then yeah. pick
1: up the van with the motor in it, with and drive the engine, it down. Yeah.
0: bring it to santa Cruz
1: I mean there is a way so th- this is a trick I did so you do uh you just do a one way rental car, he would pay for it yeah I, but he would he I would thought get about to, it.
3: but then I'm driving his van brand new, you know, like his first uh
1: and he wants to pick it up from those guys probably right sure it'll does. be like you know you got to get the this is the end of the sales process this is like you got to get the download all the whatever yeah, quirks
3: yeah. well i was having i was trying to figure out what how to get the motor and uh, i did some luckily i have one here to measure and it will fit in the back of the the station wagon but there's still a couple of questions i need to like come up with a way to get it, i'll probably and put and a tarp on the fl- tarp on the floor and then a piece of plywood which i have and a tire and then i'll strap it to the the plywood somehow so it won't rock and roll in the in the back of the wagon but the tarp will be for any spills or i'm not sure how it's going right. to come i asked the lady but i'm talking to the receptionist and i'm like is it a, is it have all the accessories on it and she's like what do you mean accessories i'm like i don't know like the alternator power steering pump is it like yeah. complete complete did he just drop it and it's full of it you know has all the shit or is it like a bunch of pieces and she wasn't sure yeah and- was,
0: where's the tin is that all taken off or how's that work the what? All the, all the tin. The tin. Yeah. So
3: the exhaust manifold. So yeah, all the, the motor. The just tin on the engines.
0: That, yeah. Yeah, it's a Type 4.
3: The tin. Yeah. Yeah, like I the, I sheet the, the sheet metal stuff.
1: All the sheet metal, metal goes on top oh, of it. oh, the tin. For all the cooling
0: and
3: everything, yeah. There's, yeah, I imagine that's all off. It's got to be all off. I don't know how he takes well, it he's out. Well, I mean, he's
1: not reusing it, so it shouldn't no, be on. I mean, they... I thought you had a truck with whammy.
2: I thought you had a truck in the that's, kind of outs,
1: that's outside <laughs> of
3: the range, man. Dude, that's that is, that not, is not Max. A yeah. permitted range. That's why you need Mighty a Max. better you, truck. The, the only uh, way you're getting
1: that far in the Mighty Max is on a tow truck. Why do you I need get a better a flat, truck? Flat the fucking,
3: here I am talking about taking a Mercedes station where I'm gonna pick up a motor and you guys are saying use a truck. Well, this is like, you're also no, a good thing. How the fuck are you gonna do it? it out. spills, all this shit. I figured it out. You said you didn't figure it out. You're like, I'm still trying to figure it out. No, no, yeah, I figured it out but I don't have it. the information. I don't have the information uh, for the people. I think I have well, like a pretty bulletproof you plan.
1: Would, you wouldn't need that information. You don't care pickup. about you that. You just toss it in the back. Yeah, it's like That's you know, right. there's what, how many you put it accessories? on a tire it's in the fits.
3: back. Yeah, it strap yeah, to yeah, the I side. Do, I still want to know like I'm thinking I might have to take some shit off of it just so it's easier to move and stuff. I don't know. I'll see. I'll see. Yeah. well, If I get another if I get another free truck that can get me a Sacramento back. I'll take <laughs> somehow it. Somehow we
1: somehow but, we put Warren on the defensive here. We're not really we're not really digging a deer. It's we don't think you yeah. need another pickup. My yeah, my I mean, options were fine.
3: do it in the van again or do it in the in the wagon. No, Those fun. are my you're two good. options. The wagon
1: is gonna be and great I think the be a great photo. The
3: wagon's gonna be fine. Yeah, I've got to figure it out. Tire, plywood, tarp. Yeah, yeah. and when you, when it. you
1: post that photo, you're definitely gonna make a dual engine Mercedes joke. That'll
3: happen. <laughs> Thank you. Here's the Thank one question
0: you. about the Mercedes though. Um, that floor. I'm guessing it's like a plywood floor in the Mercedes. Um,
3: uh, carpet, plywood.
0: Uh, yeah. How strong is that plywood?
3: Yeah, pretty strong. Okay. But especially if I put something else on top of it to distribute know. the weight. Dude, yeah. yeah.
0: I think, you might
1: a tire might be putting you too uh, too tall there. Too high. Yeah. If I
3: get a little tire, get a baby Gotta tire. A tire. One sixty-five. Uh, a motorcycle tire. I need a go-kart tire. No, I don't know. <laughs> the motor's not that big. Um,
0: it is a it's flat I mean, they're pretty short, but still flat four. But I mean, still, your your opening's not that.
3: Hmm. It's gonna be interesting. I think yeah. it's gonna be a little interesting. We'll yeah. see what happens. But uh, you know, it'll be an adventure. I
0: mean, those things sit pretty flat anyways. You could probably just put it straight on plywood on a tarp too.
3: Yeah, it would be a Which isn't the end of the world. Yeah, I think a tire would be perfect. It just can't be huge because the oil pan might sit right in it.
0: Yeah, I'd just be worried, I'm a little worried like Brian said, about the height.
3: Because yeah, you do have a – you're, you're,
0: you're, you're kind of sloped. I,
3: I did know. all the measurements. The, the oil pan only sits down four inches. It's not like a – I can put it lengthwise. I think it'll work. It's just a matter of – I think my biggest concern is getting it off of their cherry picker and right. into the back yeah, of the you're not do like like hitting the roof.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's pretty difficult.
3: I I want them to do like a short chain, and then we'll just get it on the back of the like the edge of it, and I'll slide it in. That's what I'm picturing.
0: With a truck, two guys would just—you could just lift it up and put it on a tire in the back of the. You got a truck I can borrow? No, I'm just saying. Mighty Max, yeah, Frank, you could rent a truck from Home Depot.
3: I I could rent a truck. See, I'm trying to avoid that. I think I can do it. I can do it. I was thinking about borrowing a truck, but. Uh, for my buddy JT, but he's got a camper shell, and maybe it's like basically the same yeah. thing. And
1: I mean, the tailgate means it. you could drop it and slide it, but uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that is nice. So, like, I when I was in high school, I would always deliver those Toyota blocks. Oh, uh, you need a tire, Toyota dealership. We just had a tire, and I would
3: mm-hmm. pick up
0: the whole block by myself and stick it in the back of the, on a tire in the back, and I would have like three or four in there at a time.
3: Yep, yep. And then and you,
0: and you have a tailgate so it's out there, right? Like and those So are if you Toyota? had a Range Rover with the flip-down tailgate, then you could do. That's it.
3: right. And these are Toyotas you're talking about? Toyota V6s. I thought they ran forever. You don't need to touch those engines. Uh, just, blow, no, the v
0: 6s all blow up. You, you just knew screw that, the hood dude. shut.
3: They <laughs> yeah, all had head gasket issues and all that shit. All right. All right. Trivia time. Um Art, could you do the honors for me?
0: do Ba-da-ba-ba-da. do
3: Thank you very much. Trivia time. Oh, I meant to say this. Uh,
0: that sounded like a totally different song.
3: Last I was, week. Yeah,
0: it's kind of a remix. Yeah.
3: It's like a skit, skat skittily do. Um, mm-hmm. Alex Trebek passed away. And uh, if we're All doing right. trivia, it's you got to mention Alex Trebek. So Sean Connery, uh, rest in peace, Sean Connery. Big and tri- they were uh, notable on SNL, as mm-hmm. you well know. Um, Give me the name of the new Ferrari supercar. It's uh, their new Spider. Um, we just not recently. Oh we tried. To, we tried to do this with their other car. Uh, this is not that same model. I'm not going to even give you that name. But uh, let's hear it. Anyone? Wait. You know anyone? It's faster than a La Ferrari. This is their new 960 horsepower oh, hybrid. Oh, because they have
0: like the F12. Car. <laughs> Right? It's it like a, Tributo, is it like a 12 convertible? Tributo, Tributo, or something. I don't know. Tributo. <laughs> <laughs> is it the F12 one? It's a front engine one? Negative. They, they... Oh, uh, wait. Is it an F40 SF90? 90? No. What the fuck am I oh, it's that SF, the one thing that Ben Roget drove Art, the other day? I
3: got it. I think he's cheating because he's looking at his computer. Yeah, but yeah. I, tell. Yeah, I look can tell. Look where my hands uh, are. Yeah, <laughs>
0: look at my hands. Look at my hands. I can't see my computer screen. <laughs>
3: yeah uh, what, I, how am i typing my laptop is
2: on my laptop is like three feet away from me i just Not cheated uh, for work. i cheated because i heard about this car in a podcast and they were talking about how yeah. basically just supercars are just too much these days right and it was that conversation <clears> about this and um, i thought
3: matt farah had a great post about that mclaren i don't even know what 760 right. or whatever it is but i am
2: okay i need to go now unfortunately i'm sorry guys um okay. but um so good luck with the rest of trivia yeah. get the right answer and then bail this is me typing by the way if you can hear that now mm-hmm. yeah i can hear it. yeah we could um, um
3: sf 90 spider that's right um 986 horsepower 590 <laughs> pound feet of insane, torque dude. yeah and it has some pure electric range of 15 miles which sounds very weird yeah, it's that um, London
0: thing. That's like the 918. So
3: they have to do it. Yeah. That's where we're at. So um it's crazy. And that's a that's the convertible. So folding reclining uh top there. Um all right, Brian, this one's more dedicated towards you. Yes. Um for for whatever reason. Uh the new F 150 has uh an interior feature that uh is noteworthy. I don't believe it's been done before, at least not in the modern era. What is it?
1: Ah, I I know the answer. I know the the answer.
3: Let me say this. Not done before. Hold on. Not done before in an F-150. This is something other cars have.
1: Uh, I'll let Lane go first because
3: I'm an expert in this territory. (laughs) I can't wait for this. All right, Lane, you're up. He's thinking, pondering.
0: I really have no idea what it would what it would have. That I, I felt like they were pretty well equipped. Um, uh, I'm sure they had cooled seats before. I'm sure they had all that stuff. I I, uh, I dude, I've I'm fucking lost. I have no idea. It's, I
3: really, I have would no be idea. too. Yeah, I would be too. All right, Brian, let's hear it. Honda Fit magic seats. That's right. Ding ding dude. ding
1: ding ding ding.
3: Ford F-150 uh, recline fully front. The front seats fully recline. So you lift the back bench up and the seat folds completely flat. But then the seat bottom raises three and a half inches to match. So you don't have that bump that would be there. So it's a completely flat front seats, both of them. I'm so happy about go. this. This is one of the most
1: exciting developments in a long time. <laughs> and it's just so <laughs> weird that it's not more common. Like they don't think they they tend to new car designers tend to think that people don't get down like dirtbags and sleep in their car i don't know why they think <laughs> that people don't do that of course they do people sleep in
3: their car can you please please can you please they, have like a basement office at Ford, Brian, and it's like you have the red stapler, and they're just like, have you, has anyone checked in with the dirtbag department lately? No, man. Let's, let's go Let's go talk to them for a minute, and you're like, now listen to this. Ham radios built in. Built oh, in. I do have, love it. Whip antennas. I do have one. Exactly. Everyone's talking about zombies. Bench Why seats. Of the bring back the bench seats. I
1: right, think they'll one just like you. leave
3: me alone for another five years. Call me crazy. What the fuck is the deal <laughs> that all modern cars? Why do they not have an OBD2 scanner built into the fucking thing? Oh yeah,
0: yeah.
3: Where if the check engine light comes on, mm-hmm. it tells you the code. Yeah, yeah. and like it has identifix where it's the top fucking ninety percent result of yeah. the fix for it, and maybe right. even like a tutorial video that has been.
0: Maybe the Vetted. dealers fight it or, you know, it's part of them keeping That's their dealers happy and stuff. Because garbage. you think about like an E36, even OBD one had the like little code that you could, you know, you'd do the thing and it would blink five times, sure. yeah. five slow blinks and 10 fast ones. And you would look yep. it up and you could tell what it was, which is essentially like a weak version of a real scanner. But I mean, uh, these cars have, they have Wi-Fi readouts and- everywhere. They have. Yeah. And, and they have screens that it would they be so everything. easy to do all that stuff, right? Yeah, it's unbelievable. that I that's think it still has to be the- them protecting dealers somehow. Um, yeah. Also, the fact I, you that get they people don't want self-diagnosing
1: you know, like- stuff, yeah, and like if they diagnose it know, and it's but, wrong or whatever, like sometimes there's I'm gonna like go a buy, human element here.
3: I'm gonna go buy a fifty dollars scanner and do what exactly that. Yeah, so but they don't just, want that's you to the do the thing. That. That's the I thing. Know. Yeah. But if not it, most people. The wouldn't.
1: cool thing. Yeah. The cool thing is uh and this is like high on my list. I I gotta order one for the Land Cruiser because I want it to be just built, you know, like I have one in the 330. Uh, but yeah, we can take as a consumer, we can we have the power to do this. Unfortunately, they're all kind of hokey. Like the little apps that you do, it's not like a factory yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it would be nice. No. I agree. Like it pulls up and dude, I wanna see I just wanna see a a log. I want to see a log of yeah. all the freaking car operations. And maybe there's like a deeper log. And I just deal with this on a regular basis because of the hardware that we build at my work. But you look and you can get uh, serial logs of everything that's happening. And when there's errors yeah. showing, like I would, as a user, I want to see that. And even with these third party little dongles, they, they don't necessarily, that's not easy. Um, see, but they also the want to give s- does that support that,
0: but they don't want to give that information to people either. They don't want people to be like paranoid about stuff like um where little faults might come up and then it fixes them so they fix themselves and stuff they don't even give right. you a fucking accurate temperature. It just always is dead center yeah, yeah. now on yeah, new new cars. Right. It's not real. That's it's the like, philosophy. It's just yeah. within a hundred because when it did change, people would be like, oh my car's running hot. And you're like, Yeah, you're using air conditioning it's a hundred degrees out. It's gonna get a little warmer than it was in fifty degrees, you know. Yeah. Whatever. It's only when for people, people like, like, like us. It's yeah, no for people like us. Yeah. 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 No difference. Yeah, no they don't no dipsticks. want you to do anything, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So Which I can understand why they wouldn't do it. But and obviously they can because they can tell you how much PSI you have in every fucking tire. They can tell dude. you when your tail lights out, right? They tell you little things, but they yeah. don't want to give you all this information where um I I feel like a lot of these cars might have like there would be false there would be maybe false readings like when it's under 30 degrees, like things might happen, like go on and then they would, you know, they're not real, right? It's like a false reading. Um, it would maybe just make people a little too paranoid.
3: Yeah. 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 I, I agree. I just, I feel like it's, it's just frustrating. The cars are so capable now and so technologically advanced and yet I still would need a $30 scanner to diagnose any check engine light. Like I'm not going to get any information from the car other than that. So yeah. it's just, it's just silly. I feel like there should be a sub menu. You have to like type in a password or something. So you, not everyone sees it, but when you need it, it's there even for technicians. Well, um, yeah, I mean,
1: really it should be like, you know, these things are, uh, every time you pull home, it should be bumping that log over your wi-fi to upload it so it's like you don't have to even pull well, things yeah. off this like you could get yeah, a history yeah, yeah. of what's going on and it's like what's my real-time fuel mileage like over time like you could just look that up and and sure. that would be super sure. interesting right and it's like and you don't have be to touch your, your phone or anything right but
3: it could be t- it could be telemetry too like um you know average speed and uh Mm-hmm. All that yeah. stuff. I mean, you, could, yeah, you yeah. could get really nerdy with it. And but then you're getting into like nerdy.
0: total black box stuff too. And then do you want all that stuff too? Like we're like, I know. are well, logging anyway? all that stuff too. And then yeah. they're sending the it way, to DMV and stuff. So it's like...
1: B- BRZO Phil got super into this. He was doing it for BMW. So he helped develop the app for BMW back when they were doing cool stuff with it where it was like performance mode, like on the screen. Phil has a lot of rad... Background in all of this, but it's like using all of the telemetry type information for cool purposes, like you know the ultimate driving sh- machine should. Uh right. it, That so he's like a just by the way we know somebody who's like an expert in that, and it's, it's super cool if he like kind of gives you a rundown of what he did. I forget what the system cool. was called, but it was some M M system for for BMW where they the the, the the it was a very useful little interface.
3: Yeah, well. Just my rant, that's all. All right, last yeah. question. But full-down seats, dude,
1: here. I mean, you kind of like took over with the other thing, but the fold down seats, like, wh- like why is that not more of a thing? Like that all, the, the, so Honda did it with the Fit and I think with other cars before it, but all the seats fold flat, so it's a, an entire thing. This is like including the driver and passenger seat. Nobody does that. It never lines up. And these cars, like when you fold a back, if you get a back seat that folds all the way flat, which is super rare, it never lines up that you can go you know it always hits the bolster of the other one, and of course, there are all these packaging concerns, but Honda did it, and there are P and to see that Ford is doing it with these front seats in the back one is that's just cool, and they should do more of
3: that that should be a, a bigger yeah.
1: like mini minivan should all be on this game like you know that that would be that would be neat
3: agreed, agreed here here um all right, so tonight uh the new Honda Civic is premiering, and of course auto manufacturers are always trying to one-up and come up with new ways to do it, ways to stand out with their debuts. Um, What is unique about this debut? How is Honda? Honda It's a new Honda Civic. What are they doing to uh, get the word out? Get people's attention?
0: I have no idea.
3: is Lane serving sushi off of his belly button.
0: I have no idea. I mean, I'm guessing it's not a live in person thing. Um they're dri-
1: they're they're in in the Florida Keys. They're putting doolies on each axle and driving it in the water.
3: That's it. I don't know if you, you I don't it. know if
1: you guys saw <laughs> that video, but that was cool. The big old pickup. They uh. put like the giant doolies <laughs> And he was, like, driving in the water. Yeah?
3: No, he didn't. Uh, oh, I did. I saw a little highlight of that, I think. Yeah. Uh, no, it's not the Dually Treatment. Um, okay. It is. They they are streaming it uh, via Twitch. Oh. Oh. And okay. in other news, um, get off my lawn, because I don't know what that means. Well, but but uh, all the no,
0: other companies, have like the Corvette, streamed the, it on YouTube. I mean, when they yeah. launched that. So that's not like... This is...
3: The world's Twitch most popular like video, ga- video game stuff, streaming mostly, yeah. platform, Twitch, and I think that just shows you where their demographic is and where, what they're trying to reach. Right?
0: Definitely I a mean, civic. Yeah. It's like a first, first. It's like a yeah, first time car, new car. Right? It's a first yep. new car purchase. So right out it's of a car f- for people usually, who don't care or, about cars. Yeah, or your parents buy it for you when you go to college, or you know, or in high school or something.
3: Um, you'll also be treated to a performance by Grammy nominated rapper Corday.
0: Never As heard well of as a
3: game of Fortnite between four top players oh, and four top God. Twitch streamers.
0: Sounds like the including, worst thing ever.
3: Including household names like Benji Fishy, Stop. Cypher PK, <laughs> Jordan Fisher, and Dakotas. That's with Dakotas with a Z. Oh,
0: is that two people? Like, is there uh, an apostrophe? Yeah? Z?
3: And the, the whole thing will be hosted by Rachel Seltzer and Monster D Face. <laughs> Don't,
0: like give me of here. <laughs> wait, fuck
1: you. Honda. Wait, it
3: said hey, it's Honda Civic. It said
1: household names? It, or did you say yeah. that? It says no, house article. Names.
3: <laughs> it's he's being in tongue in cheek because it says no, we Damn. are not making these names up. <laughs> oh, okay. Jeez, dude. Yeah. That is horrible. A uh, game I, of Twitch? Wanna, we get to see. watch a
0: game of or a game of Fortnite? Dude, <laughs> no, how, no, you
3: get to watch a game of Twitch. A game for of Fortnite sure. on Twitch. <laughs> like dude, you they're like forcing you to watch some bullshit. Wow. That's the that's them selling you on I coming know. to watch it. That's, that's how they're getting get you. You're like, so oh, I get bad. to watch the game of Fortnite, and then I guess I'll watch the Civic. Woo. That's that's what's going on. Wow. There. Yeah. So there you go. Oh, um okay. get off our lawn. <laughs> wow, dude. How does
0: that Civic look? Does it look
3: Um yeah. I actually was just gonna look at a better picture of it. Uh, it's uh it's like, like, like a, a patent, patent smoothed It looks so similar. No, it looks it looks a little more accorded, dude. Little cord like. Yeah.
1: What? So yeah. a normal product launch is like somebody, a product designer on stage, the car, they introduce it, then a car rolls out.
3: Do you think? Rolls out. I or wonder, they Pull the thing off. Yeah. You break the but window. Do you think that's with what a they... fucking hammer?
1: <laughs> exactly. But like, is it gonna be like that sort of thing that they're streaming on Twitch? Like, you know, I imagine something stage, like that. It seems like yeah. it seems like a little weird. Yeah, and out music.
3: Of place. Well, I don't know if you if you heard. Um, the part where i said that there's a grammy nominated rapper corday <laughs> corday will be there yeah. i did hear you yeah. so yep. he's he's super tight yeah <laughs> okay that's podcast uh, i'm gonna go listen to corday okay you have fun with that <laughs> all, right. all right see you way to depress us at Peace. the end of the show hey just because you're old don't be depressed Including household names like Benji Fishy, Cypher PK, Jordan Fisher, and Dakotas. That's with Dakotas with a Z.
0: Patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Do you enjoy the DWA podcast? Give us a little love and support us on Patreon and get some awesome bonuses like a weekly exclusive Patreon podcast, exclusive stickers. Koozies and discounts on everything in our store, early access to rallies and other DWA events, and much, much more. Um, Yeah, it really helps us out if you become a patron of the podcast, and we hook you up with some really cool stuff. So join us now at patreon.com forward slash driving while awesome. Thanks.